Hi, and welcome to the Captain Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag. With me again today, Operations Chief John Fetima. John, thank you for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to try to be more positive because last week I was saying things were positive and Kathy pointed out that my face didn't look positive. Huh. All right. You know, and when we were in our CON hearings, our attorneys pointed out your face is doing things. I'm like, <laughs> it's involuntary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to make it stop. So, uh, John, this week I wanted to touch bit, touch on some, uh, information regarding ISO, Insurance Service Office ratings. Now, we've already talked to the community about, uh, our rating going up from a three to a four, but we do have a split rating. And it, we have a lot of folks that are moving here from out of state who may not consider when they're looking at a home on property further away from fire station that that will impact their insurance rates. And so our split rate is a four, you know, that's in town, you're within five road miles of fire station. But if you get beyond five road miles from a recognized fire station, your ISO rating is a 10, which is the highest classification. Most of the time when we say highest classification, that's a good thing. In this case, it's it's not that's not great. That means you're going to pay them more more on insurance. Yeah, not when they're using it for calculations to determine. Yeah, like you say the the rate at which you're going to pay for insurance. Right. So I think one of the things we want to let folks know is that when you're looking to move to our area, uh, you and I both live out in Coyote Springs. Yep. Uh, Chief Rose lives out Pronghorn. Yep. All three of us live in ISO 10. Yeah. Even our fire marshal. Yeah. <laughs> ISO 10. Yep. We were in the business. We understand that. But give me a little more background on ISO 10 and give me an idea from the operations standpoint. Um, what are some things that we as an organization have done to ensure that, yes, you're an ISO 10, but yes, you're still going to get good quality services, even though it's going to take us a little bit longer to get out to where you are. Sure. Um, and you look at like, uh, like you say, the ISO 10, um, that hasn't changed. No. Um, you know, we, we recently got the uh, review of the ISO, which we went um, from a 3-4 a split, you know, um, rating when we're when there was locations within Prescott Valley, right. um, those homes and, and businesses that were within that five road miles and a thousand feet of a water supply. Um, now that's just a four. So the folks that are, uh, you know, are a 10 were, have been a 10 forever because yeah. uh, we haven't had a, a station that's been added in quite a while. Right. Which obviously um, something we'll, we continue to look at is adding those stations right now. You know, we've really focused on personnel and trying to upstaff right now right. as we look to, you know, the station development. I know you've, you've sent mm-hmm. that out and you've been very good in the community on kind of explaining what that takes to take that next step. Um Operationally, that's certainly an influence when you look at some of those outlying areas. As an organization, and this is not new, right. um, but our fire apparatus carry a thousand gallons of water. Right. Not every, you know, you go to different um, locations, different fire departments, that's not always standard. So that's, right. with that amount of water, they're considered somewhat of a mobile water supply, even according to ISO. So that gives us, you know, the benefit of a thousand gallons of water to help fight that fire for several minutes before the next unit arrives. Correct. We also have a lot of um, water tenders, um, which carry anywhere from, you know, 2,000 gallons to 4,000 gallons of water that we can bring to that location as well to help fight that fire. So we understand very much the challenge of those, uh, you know, fires that are outside of that five mile range. Sure. Uh, because 
we have to plan accordingly. The, the incident commander, the responding company officers have to plan accordingly for those fires based on trying to get that water supply there. Right. And oftentimes you end up having a water shuttle where you the, we can lay down these giant folded tanks, um, giant pool, fill it with water. The, the engines draft and they, they fight the fires. And this happens on a regular basis. Right. Well, and we've had some some people from the community come in and say, hey, we would like a fire station out in our area. Sure. And there's there's a lot of things that we have to look at before we can say, hey, a fire station fits here. So uh, we look at the net assessed valuation of the area. So mm-hmm. how much money is the area bringing in in tax base? And in one case, it was somewhere around $400,000 annually is what the total amount of all the properties in that area brought in. The total call volume was right around forty seven fifty calls per year. Yeah. So we're going to generate, say, $400,000 in revenue, 50 calls a year. Well, it's 10 to $12 million to build a fire station, $1.1 million to buy a, a fire engine, another 200000 for a Type 6 or 500000 for a water tender, and then $1.5 million annually to staff that station. Yeah. So there's there's areas that we just can't justify. They're not built out enough. There's not enough call volume for us to put the station. The other part of that is logistics. And you know, you and I were talking about this, and we're we're keenly aware because we live out Coyote yeah. Springs. Coyote or uh, Cody lives out Pronghorn. Yeah. For us to get to his house, we have to go all the way back to 89A around and back out because there's no east-west connecting corridors. You're correct. So when you talk about five road miles from a fire station, let's say we did say, hey, we're going to put a fire station out pronghorn. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still not going to help Coyote Springs or Paquito Valley yeah. because they have to go all the way back down and around. Yeah. And we've voiced concerns with the county about the lack of east-west uh, connecting corridors. Hopefully someday will be, something will be done, but yes. right now it's not. Um for that northern part of Prescott Valley going out further, we do have Fire Station 59, which is uh, right yep. by Roberts Market, the old one, not the brand new one. Yep. Um, but from my house in Prescott Prairie to 89A is six miles. Yeah. And that's yep. the closest fire hydrant as well. Yeah, for sure. So it's not a thousand feet. It's, Kathy, what was it? Almost 32,000 feet? Yes, feet. 32,000 feet. There's a few more than, yeah. So there's no water yeah. and the fire station's probably seven, eight miles away. Yep. I mean, they, we're, we're not going to be able to fix that. But hopefully with some of this information, people who come into our area and look to buy homes and, and want to move out onto acreage, just know and understand yeah. that, hey, we're still going to get there. But you are going to have a higher ISO rating, which means your insurance rates are going to be higher because you you live out there. The other side of that, though, is... If you if you don't move into our jurisdiction, you're unlikely to get insurance on your home. Absolutely, yeah. No, the insurance uh, industry itself mm-hmm. is making a whole lot of adjustments just based oh, yeah. on you know some of the catastrophic fires in Hawaii, um, and you know even you know over the last few years in California, all right. the homes lost. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, even my parents went to, uh, you know, they live right next to me and they're having trouble just with the insurance part of it. Nothing has changed in terms of our response to that right. area, but insurance is looking at it differently. And uh, it's something I think we're going to ha- continue to see. Right. And we are like, we, we have to, as we grow as an organization, we mm-hmm. have to be fiscally responsible. Right. And we don't have an unlimited supply. Um, it's it's provided by this community. And right. so we have to respond to the community need. And the the more rural, um, you know, folks live, you have to understand that the the services 
are limited at that point and or going to take a little while longer. Yeah. If you're moving from the valley, if you're moving from Phoenix up here and you decide to move out on two acres, you can't expect the same level of services that you would get down in the Phoenix metropolitan area. We're still providing good quality services. We're still getting there. You're not you're also not going to find a fire engine running running around with a thousand gallon tank. Sure. Down in the valley <laughs> yeah. because they don't need it. Yeah. Uh, we do up here. So there's a lot of things that we do uh, to try to ensure that we provide adequate coverage. But I know there's some folks who've moved out here recently. They're frustrated when they sure. get their insurance bill or they find out that uh, they can't get insurance from who they would normally insure with. Yep. Um, we had somebody that, that contacted us because we do have homes. There's a neighborhood along 89A that is not annexed into our jurisdiction. Sure. Um, some insurance companies will just say, well, where's the closest fire station? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell them, oh, it's over by Robert's Market. And they don't ask any follow-up. But as soon as the insurance company finds out that, hey, you don't have a contract with the fire department and you're not annexed in, you're likely going to lose your homeowner's insurance. Yeah. So it's just something to be mindful of. Yeah, for sure. And that, that, like you say, that's a community that has uh, in the past hasn't wanted to be annexed in. And hasn't asked to, you know, for those services. And obviously, there's a there's a give and take at that point, right? Uh, especially right now, as insurance, you know, they continue to look at, you know, the the cost of doing business for them, right? So. And as always, our our goal is to educate. You know, this is more of a public facing podcast at yeah. this point, talking about ISO, but it also helps our members who might watch or listen because they're going to get those questions absolutely when they're out in the community. They're going to get asked questions when they're at the grocery store, wherever they're at. But Kathy, if someone from the public wanted to know more about our ISO ratings, where would they go? Yes, they could go to our website, cazfire.gov, and it's on the homepage. There's a red box that says ISO. And what other information could they find that would be relevant today on our website? Hmm. All of the information. Are you looking for burn permits? There's a new burn permit website. (laughs) There is a new burn permit website. Firefighter applications are still open. Oh, yes. And finance specialists. And finance specialist applications are open. So if you go to our website, you're going to get all of the information. (laughs) You got to give me a clue. All of the information. (laughs) (laughs) All the information that we have, not all the information in the world. That's what Google is for. Yep. Although not always accurate, but not so much. Whatever. The internet's there. Yep. So um, what else? There was another topic we were going to talk about. I completely spaced on it. Burn permit website. Burn permit website. Go ahead, Kathy. Well, there's a new one and there's a link to it from our website. We're sharing it with the city of Prescott. The whole long thing is prescottarea.burnpermits.com. But that is the new fancy site where you can go get your burn permit and start stop your burns. Awesome. Um John, I did want to mention that you were talking about future station placement, things like that. Yeah. Um, while we haven't closed on the property, I think it's okay to talk openly sure. about the fact that we are in escrow with Fane Signature Group um, and the folks who are developing Granville to purchase the piece of property, the commercial piece at uh, Glassford Hill Road in Santa Fe Loop mm-hmm. for a future fire station. Yeah. Um, Santa Fe Loop eventually is projected to go through to viewpoint. So – when we ran all the maps and the numbers, it made sense to put a fire station right there. It really closes some gaps, gives good access into 
uh, Granville and Jasper and then back towards viewpoint once that goes through. Yeah, no, I think it's a good location. Um, and again, we we have to respond to the growth of the community. We don't right. get, we don't get the dictates on how the community grows. Um, and this community, it's not like it grows from the, the center out. We have little pockets of, uh, you know, communities that grow up, uh, which I think is great. Um, but we have to kind of figure out how do we respond to them after the development is already planned. Right. And uh, that's, a, that's a challenge that we have to figure out. And like you say, I think the location where the station is um, in the future, I think will be a very nice location that will help with some of the, the road development that they're putting in place. Absolutely. And that particular location actually does go to the first part of our ISO rating, which went from a three to a four. Correct. Because we don't have enough deployable resources or people. Well, we're working on the people. We still need the deployable resources, and part of that is being able to disperse them. And when you look at Glassford Hill Road, and I know we talked about it, you have Station 59 by Roberts Market, Station 50 by Affinity RV. Yeah. And you have all these people and growth and traffic in between all along Glassford Hill. And we really need to station that location. Um, that that brings up the question of funding for that station. Sure. and. The only way we're going to fund infrastructure like that is looking at a general obligation bond, not something that we're talking about today as far as, hey, we're going to put out for a general obligation sure. bond tomorrow. But three or four years from now, you're going to see that general obligation yeah. bond out there for infrastructure because we have to start uh, adding stations and equipment in order to meet demand Correct. and growth. Yeah. So just some things we're projecting. Um, you'll see the dirt. The for sale sign will come down and it will remain Dirt. Dirt for a while, yeah. Uh, but we will have the responsibility, Eric Crossman, uh, to keep it mode. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it just comes down to <clears throat> we have to continue to look at the growth of the community and do our best to like, respond to that growth. Right. Um, but doing all of it while being financially responsible. Um, yes. That's a, a huge piece of it. And we continue to, you know, battle what we want to do with what we have the resources to do. And there's a constant give and take. But um, that's why we're here. Yeah. We continue to work on it and kudos to the town of Prescott Valley who's working on the water system Absolutely. and the older part of uh, Prescott Valley where there's fewer hydrants or they're further apart. And so the town recognizes the yes. need and they're certainly putting forth the effort. So thank you to the town for the yeah. work that they're doing. I know all the new developments, uh, most of them all have fire yeah. hydrants. Uh, both in Prescott Valley, Chino Valley. So, I mean, there are good things happening. The yep. community is growing responsibly. All of these developments have been on the books for years yep. and they're just now turning the dirt. So it's not like they just got permits oh, for this. For sure. Yeah. Um, we are working to grow to meet the need. And I think we have a lot of good things happening, but, uh, with that, we'll close it out. If you need more information on ISO, Kathy website again. CAZfire.gov. CAZfire.gov. Can you put that down in that? We don't have a comment section. Yes, with I tens can. of viewers, but somewhere. Yep. In the vicinity. <laughs> you got it. Awesome. Thanks, Kathy. John, thank you for mm -hmm. helping me out this week talking about ISO. Uh, for Absolutely. all of you, stay safe.